Hello and welcome to Free Meditation TV. My name is Andrew and this is Akvana. Good evening. Today we will talk about Hamsa Chakra within us. First of all, we're going to take a review of the energy channels in sight. On our diagram, you can now see that there is a yellow channel and a blue channel just a little bit away from the spine. The channels start near the base of the spine and as they rise up, Today we're going to talk how they meet near the Hamsa Chakra. Right. Hamsa Chakra is located um, at the crossing of parts of this channel. So they cross at Agya Chakra mostly, as you know, and also part of the Vishuddhi nerves and part of the channels cross right here. And they create this center outside the way of Kundalini, outside the path of Kundalini that's, hold, that's called Hamsa. Hamsa means ham is I am, this is our right channel, and sa means you are. So hamsa is a balance, it's a discretion, a filter within us between our right and left, between our ego and our conditionings. This reasoning inside of us we deal with every day. What is good for me? What is good for people around me and the world around me? So part of that art of life is how we balance things. And that is the quality of the Hamsa Chakra, is this reason and this discretion. Another quality of the Hamsa Chakra is an evolutionary discretion from when we've uh, come from the animals. Um, like animals have sense of smell, they could see, but they don't discriminate whether it's a good smell, whether they like it, whether they like what they see, they just see. As a human being, we, discre we discriminate based on our conditionings and based on our ego. Uh, sometimes, we, when we see something, we go into our conditioning and, th and we say, we don't like it because we have, we're brought up like that. And sometimes, we just uh, cannot see our ego, we think, oh, I'm a great person, everything I do is great. So it's again, Hamsa Chakra becomes a little bit constricted. So there are three ways we could use discretion within us. The first way is, like I say, based on our conditionings, or we could say based on our traditions. The, uh, but the, another way, this is a new way we use discretion, is based on our vibration. So how could we do that? Every week we've been talking about the energy in the body, how it rises, and how we can clear the energy of the different centers. Those are all in our past episodes. Now let's take a look at our hands, because our hands, the nerve endings that go from the energy centers, come right out into our hands. So for example, if I'm feeling heaviness on my middle finger of my left hand, that means that this nerve that's running from my left middle finger all the way through my arm and down into my stomach, that's where it connects. So this is the knowledge that the ancient Indians and the ancient Chinese first discovered is where these nerve endings go in the body and of course modern science also uh, has mapped this out as well. So the final stage of this discretion for us is feeling in our hands where this energy moves to what part of the body and knowing in our own body what we can work on. Uh, another example, you might feel a tingling on your finger and you think, well, what does it mean within my body? And then you feel you have a sore throat or you have the cold. So by experiencing vibrations or the um, indications on your finger 
and also feelings on your body, you start believing in these vibrations. You say, okay, this is the, with the experience, you know, whatever I feel, I might have the problem within my body. This is how bit by bit you create a discretion of, vi of vibrations. It will not grow overnight, but with experience. If every day you feel something, and then eventually you might feel something on other people, but this is the next stage. Um, another thing we could say about Hamsa is an uh, um, example between a swan and crane. If you mix milk and water, swan will just suck in the milk and leave the water. The crane will just get everything. Uh, milk and the water. So there is no discretion. The same way we use discretion in our everyday life. Uh, whether we could follow fashion and buy every, every season, buy something new, or we might use our discretion to buy something that suits us, we use discretion. So bit by bit, the more this center hamsa clears out, the more clear our discretion is. And ultimately, what is the purpose of clearing the hamsa? What is the purpose of having discretion? And that purpose is just our own benevolence and peace inside. Feeling good about ourselves that we're making a difference in the world around us, not damaging anything on the outside or people, and at the same time self-respecting ourselves and feeling good about ourselves. So ultimately, we want the energy to rise up and enlighten the hamsa area which is located right here between the eyes and try to enjoy uh, the qualities of the hamsa, the discretion to help others and help ourselves. And in our next segment, we will listen lecture of Srimataji, founder of Sahaja Yoga. She talks about discretion, about hamsa chakra. Enjoy. Or we can say that at this time, at this point, all our reactions, which are what you call reflex reactions, finish off. So, supposing now I get some dirty smell, I'll close my nose like that. Or if I can't hear, I'll just pull my ears like this. Or if I see something dirty, or if I see something jarring, my eyes will close automatically. If somebody tries to put a pin through me, immediately, I'll spontaneously. It's all built in within my system and your system too that you react with reflex action. Same thing may not happen to animals. Animals are different. Some animals have certain reflex actions, some have some reflex actions. But we are different and our reflex actions, we are all practically just the same. There's not much individuality. There isn't much difference in our reflex actions. At the most, with conditioning, we, somebody might say, yeah, somebody might say, oh, somebody might say something. That's different. But the reflex actions are just the same. So up to the reflex action, we don't have to use discretion. Then starts our discretion part. As discretion starts when we are using these two nadis which meet here, without going to the Akya. So when these two Nadis meet here, what happens? We start seeing uh, through our experiences. First would be a reflex action, automatic reflex action. The second is when, supposing a child, if you tell the child, 
Now this is hot, don't put your hand there, he won't listen. Put the child with the experience, he will develop reflex actions, the conditionings of it. So thus reflexes are built in within us. Also they are built in within us with, uh, we should say, with other conditionings like, uh, you see, uh, in a country, supposing there's racialism, or in a country like ours, there's a caste system. Then person react according to what they have learned from childhood. All these conditionings could be of the present day when you are born. All these conditionings can be built in into your hamsa chakra, which have come from your uh, training of the mind, you can see the experiences of the mind, the experiences of the society, of your knowledge, of your education, the way you are conditioned can be built in yeah, in the hamsa chakra. And it reacts to things which has no meaning. If you were, hey, I hate someone, why? Because that person uh, wears a blue jean or something, or you can say a green shirt. Now this is built in your mind. Or sometimes this falling in love also comes from the same kind of a conditioning. Supposing you had, a, uh, you had met somebody who had, say, blue eyes and was kind to you. So you have fascination for a person who has blue eyes. There's no pure idea about beauty, there's no pure idea of happiness, there's no pure idea of uh, aesthetics. All is conditioned. For some people this is beautiful, for somebody this is not beautiful. So this is the place where these interchanges take place between the, both the nadis. And here the hamsa lies outside the path of Kundalini. They sort of come out here, out of the path of Kundalini. It's very surprising. When the Kundalini moves, she goes from Vishuddhi direct to Agya. Now, how can we improve our hamsate? It's a big problem. Because if our hamsa is sick, is over-conditioned, the Kundalini cannot work on it. It just gives up. So, for Hamsa, we use all these physical things. Like I said, put the ghee in the nose. Keep it uh, in a way that it is nourished properly. Because Kundalini, if it tries to, too much will have problem. Problem because, as it is, most of our time we spend in such a manner that your Hamsa uh, things uh, become uh, what you call the epithelial cells, the linings become dried up. Now when the Kundalini rises, she may try to uh, create a problem more for that dryness, maybe. So it is kept out, but it has an effect in the sense that even if there is a light outside, it can so it's not the kundalini directly that affects your hamsa. It is like when the kundalini awakens, 
universal seeing. Now that a person is, whether he is fair complexion or dark complexion, he is a human being, you reason it out and Hamsa clears up. Then you see yourself that, oh, I am very egoistical. You start seeing yourself through your agya. Start seeing that I am so conditioned. So you reason it out and that's how you correct your conditionings. This is what is Hamsa Chakra. So Hamsa Chakra cannot be done if just you are a realized soul, but is an effect, is the symptom of your Kundalini awakening. Some people think that you develop uh, discretion uh, just as the Kundalini rises. Is it wrong? No. That has to be deliberately seen that you build up that discretion within yourself. But once it is built, for example, my discretion is absolute. I just know what it is. See, my conditioning here is absolute. Is one with the Kundalini, one with reality. But for human beings, it has to be reflected by understanding. Like a child, he touches something hot, then it is hot. Now, this is hot because it's heated up. So you see a child, person is catching on the right heart. Right, he's catching on the right heart means he has got a right heart and he is uh, suffering from such and such thing. You have to see it yourself. Now, if you tell the person, are you suffering from, say, asthma? He said, yes. How do you know? I know it because I have learnt it through my finger, which was burning. That's why I know it is. Let's stay in a meditative state now. We're going to meditate with some music and some pictures. But today we want you to close your eyes and see if you can feel an energy above your head or in your hands. If you're having a lot of trouble meditating, you can open your eyes to look at the nature scenes. However, today let's keep our eyes closed as much as we can. If we find our thoughts increasing, you can say, I forgive. And if we find that we're having many, many thoughts, we can also open our eyes just for a few seconds. We'll be meditating with you. So we meditate collectively, we enjoy an even stronger feeling. So let's now meditate together.
Welcome back. In this segment, we will answer your questions. Do we have any questions? Feel free to uh, type us in comments at any time during the video. So if you tuned in a bit late, not right at 8.30, that's okay. You can type in questions whenever you feel like it. Yes, we have several questions today. Question number one, is there any benefit to attending a real class over these sessions online? I don't feel anything. Um, yes, if you have a chance to attend the real class, by all means take it. Um, these classes are very good if um, for some reason you live far, you cannot attend the class, so it, we're coming to you. But when you attend the class with, um, uh, in, with many yogis around, they could really help your energy go uh, stronger and you might feel vibration stronger. And you just get that one-on-one -on -one to talk to someone spontaneously in person. So yes, definitely check out freemeditation.com and click on the classes and find one in your area. Hopefully there's one not too far away. Any other questions? Yes. I don't feel anything in my hands. Is there any advice for this? Very, very good question. Um, at the beginning, when you just receive your realization and if you don't have a chance to go to the classes, because when you go to the classes, yogis might help your kundalini go a little stronger and you might feel more. Uh, but at the beginning, you might not feel that very strong. So there are some practical things you could do. Uh, one very simple thing is that um, um, this is the center, Vishuddhi Chakra. This is the center that is responsible for feeling of these vibrations. So what you could do is um, you could get some uh, um, almond oil and you could just rub it in and you could also rub oil in uh, on your Vishuddhi, on your throat. That might help. Any other suggestions? Well, uh, when I was in meditating, I didn't feel any energy on my hands for six months. But the reason I stayed is because I felt so good meditating. So it didn't matter to me at the beginning if I felt the energy or not. I just felt that I was in the right place and I would have moments of silence. I wasn't silent for long stretches of time. But when you have those moments of silence, you feel really good and you feel that relaxation. So that's why I stayed. And then later on through practice, I learned to feel the energy. And to be honest, uh, part of Sahaja Yoga and the meditation is that it's something that becomes part of your life and you do it a little bit every day and it builds. Um, I have a friend that lives uh, a little bit far away from here and people are shocked to see the transformation um, when he meditates because he used to be a very angry person and he hasn't been angry now for two years. So uh, these little things build up habits and meditating and hopefully that after some time you'll feel the energy in your hands. More questions? I cannot stop thinking and often prevents me from falling asleep. Most of the time I'm thinking about problems at work. Will meditation help with this? Meditation definitely helps. Um, there, are, there are also some tricks you could do. Usually when you cannot stop thinking, it means that your right channel is overworking. So the right channel, as you know, it goes like that and it crosses our agya center, and here is the right side sympathetic, so it's overworking, overworking, your ego is overworking. So what you could do, you get an ice pack, and when you meditate, put it on your liver. That immediately might slow your thought process. It would, if, then, if it wouldn't work here, just put it here. It also 
uh, trust me, it will help with the slowing of the process. Uh, when you go to sleep, a uh, simple thing you could do. Just before you go to sleep, just three times raise your energy like that. And when you feel it's cool, it means you're in thoughtless state. Then you will sleep like a baby. On the scientific note, I recently attended a seminar where we had a medical doctor and she talked about uh, the medical science of meditation. So if you think of the center channel as the parasympathetic nervous system and the spinal column, that is the quality that we want to have our energy in because it makes us feel restful. So, but what happens is that the sympathetic nervous system is the energy channels that you see in the diagrams, and Oxana pointed out the yellow one, and we talked a little bit about that at the beginning of the episode, how there's the yellow and then there's the blue uh, channel on either side. Those are built in our body for um, reactions. So as human beings, we have so many reactions. We have a reaction to be interested in something. We have a reaction to fight. We have a reaction to, to, for fear to fly away. And what happens is when we activate the energy on these channels is that it, it releases adrenaline into our, our nervous system. And so we get pumped up. So a lot of times when we're really worried about something at work is we feel fear. Maybe we feel fear for our job. Maybe we're feeling that we're going to get laid off. Maybe we're fearing an encounter with the boss or a coworker who we don't get along with. So what happens is it takes our energy out of the center and onto one of these sympathetic channels. And what happens is we're releasing adrenaline. So a lot of times people that have trouble sleeping in the evenings, it's because they're cranked up. There's adrenaline in their nervous system. So what meditation does is it helps us relax and bring us back into the parasympathetic nervous system or the, the center channel and that's uh, the channel where we're able to um, rest and uh, anything you can do that helps you to calm down like that will help you get better sleep at night especially meditating 10-15 uh, minutes in the evening trying to take a few deep breaths trying to relax and as mentioned before hopefully um, through regular practice you'll slowly get better over time any more questions? Yeah, we have a few more questions. I'm a little confused by the concept of thoughtless awareness. Can I be functional while not thinking? <laughs> yes, it's, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, what happens is that when you are thoughtless, it doesn't mean you are in the trance or you cannot function. What it means is that your attention is foc focused. Um, sometimes when we have these uh, thoughts, in our head, they just buzz around. They, they, they can, we cannot concentrate because they're always, uh, our attention becomes very wobbly. We're here, 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 here. We cannot concentrate. What happens is that when you're in thoughtless awareness, you're aware. You could program, you could dance, you could uh, do, drive the car. You are very thoughtless, but there are no buzzing in your head. So when you think, your thoughts are sharp, your attention is sharp. If you don't want to think, you go back into thoughtless state. And this is when you work, but you are not tired. You think, but you are not depressed, you are not stressed out. This is the state of um, relaxed, but aware. I'm sure you could get to that state. This reminds me of that time where I went to one meditation class and everyone said go into meditation and they turned the lights out and Within about four minutes, everyone was asleep. So uh, 
I think what this person is maybe confusing is, is the unconscious awareness where we're sleeping and a meditative state, in, uh, as, as Oksana just uh, mentioned. So uh, do we have any more questions? Yes. How do I clear the Hamsa chakra? What will happen if, as it becomes stronger? Um, there are some practical things you could do to clear Hamsa chakra. Shmataji mentioned about it, is that uh, um, this is the uh, pl place where it dries up easy, easily. And uh, what we could do, it's a very simple method. We just get a purified butter, it's called ghee, and warm it up and put drops of the butter in your nostrils. What happens is this, it lubricates inside. And it's very, very beneficial, especially in the, in the uh, winter time when we have sinuses problems. Because when you, sometimes we use all these nasal sprays and they really dry out uh, our sinuses. So this one is very simple and very, very practical. So you can just put then one drop in each nostril and then after that, um, see if that helps. Um, another thing you can do in the winter is sleep with a humidifier on. And actually, I use the saline nasal spray, which is just water and salt, so it's not, it doesn't have chemicals in it or... It doesn't dry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and so that's another option. Um, I guess another way to clear it out is that you can meditate with your hand on any chakra. So let's say you wanted to clear out your nabi chakra we talked about a few weeks ago. You just put your hand on your stomach. Um, you could even just try closing your eyes and putting your hands uh, right here, relaxing your eyes just for a couple minutes and uh, meditating with your hand over your eyes. I know it looks a little bit odd, but you're meditating at home with your computer, so uh, you can try that. No questions? So thank you very much for being with us tonight and see you next week. We wanted to mention, we've, we've been forgetting this, but um, so that uh, more people find out about our site, um, please press the subscribe button. It's a little bell, it's just underneath us to the right. If you subscribe, then uh, more people will find out about our meditation. It'll also remind you to watch our videos. And you can also like our channel if you like it, if you like these videos, and then you can share it so that we can um, spread the word about meditation. So if there's no more questions then, Oksana and I are going to Sign off for this evening, and we'll see you next week. Good night.